When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does he love me? I wanna know How can I tell if he loves me so? Is it in his eyes? Oh no, you'll be deceived Is it in his eyes? Oh no, he'll make believe If you wanna know If he loves you so It's in his dick That's where it is Oh yeah, or is it in his face? Oh no, it's just his charm in his warm embrace. Oh no, that's just his arms. If you wanna know if he loves your soul, it's in his dick. That's where it is. Oh yeah. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. Beautiful rendition of Cher's divine classic, the Shoop Shoop song, In His Kiss. We originally, it's crazy because we really wrote that song. Well, actually, she helped me write this song. And it was originally in his dick. But, you know, the movie producers were like, that's not really going to go well with the soundtrack and stuff like that. You know, they was trying to keep it under rated R and stuff like that. So, you know, back in the day, it was like really important. So we had to change those lyrics. But that was the original um, doo-wop that we wrote together in his dick. Um, so shout out to Cher. Um, I think she has like a little gelato thing going on right now. I love Cher, bitch. Oh, I love Cher down. It's crazy because like, okay, wait, hold on. So, okay. How can I say this without really firing up my internalized homophobia? Um, so it's funny because there's so many gay staples that I genuinely love to death. Like, I'm a huge Cher fan, huge Judy Garland fan, love Britney, love Madonna. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely love. Um, but then there's a lot of gay staples that I'm just, I just don't really fall into. But I fall into, like, the majority of them, which is really, really wild. Because I don't think that they, me loving Cher is I can see the gay appeal. So you know what's crazy? You know how like some of the gays now are really living for like, what's her name? Dula, Dula Lipa? Dula, Dua Lipa? Take it or leave it for me. It's a major take it or leave it. You know? But Cher is a constant stay. Um. Anyways, welcome to the show. I wanted to, we don't have no reviews this week. So, bitch, next week? If I get up on this mic next week and we ain't got no reviews, bitch, you know what that means. No episode. Mm -hmm. Which is fine with me because honestly, bitch, <laughs> I am really 
stretch thing. Like yesterday was like my mental breaking point. And I didn't really break, but I just felt it. I was like, what, what is going on with me? I had to like really tune in. I said, bitch, what is going on? It's like my mind doesn't have a moment to rest. Even when I'm asleep, I'm dreaming of what I need to do. Isn't that crazy? I'm literally in my mind scheduling things like uh, as asleep. Like what the fuck? Like that might be a problem. Um, but anyways, welcome to the show. If you are inclined to rate this podcast five stars and five stars only, please do so on Apple Podcasts to save this podcast because y'all know three weeks, three strikes you out. <laughs> three strikes you out. For real, three strikes you're out. Um, I, did I say I was gonna lift it to four? No, three strikes you're out. Then on the fourth, the fourth week, we're on pause. So we're we're two strikes, y'all. Two fucking strikes. Somebody better come in and save this podcast, bitch. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, speaking of Madonna, I ended up buying tickets to her show. They postponed it, I guess, after her little health scare and whatnot. I was supposed to go see her next month or this month, bitch. It's basically September, bitch. Girl, sip, girl, somebody, where was I yesterday? Somebody was like, oh, you doing anything for Labor Day? I said, bitch, Labor Day? Girl, girl gone. Like, I, no, I, I don't, my son, I don't, I didn't even have a summer. I didn't get no tan, didn't go to the beach and do shit. Like I went to the beach July 4th, but I mean, does that really count? Um, didn't do anything, didn't, I literally have not done anything all summer but work. And I'm fine with it, not complaining whatsoever, because I do plan on taking a very fabulous vacation in January, plus a week in Japan in November. So, I was talking to my friend that I'm going to Japan with, and I'm like, bitch, I really cannot wait to go to Japan so I could take a bath. I know, I know this sounds crazy, but like, so... You know, because I'm getting ready to have a baby, you know, I like, when was it? Two days ago, I went to go freeze some of my sperm just to kind of have like an insurance policy, just to have like, now that my my levels are great, it's looking good. I was like, let me just freeze what I have now. It's A plus. Let me just have that in the bank, you know, just in case, just in case, bitch. You know, somebody punched me in the balls, bitch. I don't know. I Something happened. You know, like, I don't know. And I don't want to get down to the wire of us getting ready to have a kid. And all of a sudden, it's like, bitch, you ain't got no sperm, bitch. You know? So I was like, let me just go ahead and freeze what I got right now as an insurance policy. Because the other night, I was so excited. Now I'm back in this house. I'm, I'm in this house. My guest bathroom has a tub. And I was like, bitch, I cannot. I just want to pour some. So I got... First off, let me paint the picture, bitch. I went into my garage and basically nigger rigged the goddamn boiler, bitch, because it was only going up to 120. So I said, immediately no, 120 degrees, immediately no. And I know the girls are like, bitch, it goes up to 120 because you don't want to accidentally burn yourself. And I said, I love that for y'all, but in my household, I need this bitch to go to 180. And I know that's like, it'll first degree burns. So basically I nigger rigged the boiling the boiler to go up to 180. So now my water in my house gets blazing scalding hot bitch, which is divine for when I'm, you know, mopping my floors. 
I know, I know, see, listen, the girls who clean get it. The girls who clean get it. Y'all over here mopping your floors with lukewarm water immediately. No, bitch. When I drop that motherfucking mop on my goddamn floor, I want to see the steam on the ground. I want to see the steam on the ground because when it's hot, it's cleaning it, I feel. And it's really like, let's say you got a little stain or something on your, you know, in your floor. It's really lift. It's crunching it up. It's loosening up the, the stain, bitch, with the hot juice. So therefore, you know, and plus it dries quicker. So y'all over here mopping and doing laundry and the girls be doing laundry and washing their dishes and cold water. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it because I'm going to start spiraling over some shit that it really don't fucking matter. But so anyways, so I changed my boiler to 180. And so I was like, bitch, I'm going to go get into this tub. I was like, my legs are really, really fucking sore. Um... Let me just go ahead and pour all this damn Epsom salt. And my mom be making fun of me because she'd be like, you're only supposed to put like one cup of the Epsom salt in. I said, girl, put that whole damn bag in. Dump the bag in the, in the one bag per, per bath. So I dumped the whole damn bag of Epsom salt in. And I put my pinky toe in there. And I was like, ooh, it's a little, it's blazing hot. It's, you know, blazing hot R&B and hip hop, bitch. It's really hot up in this bitch. I'm going to have to cool her down. And then it dawned on me and said, bitch. You can't get into this tub. You will literally burn your balls off. Like, you know, like you can burn, not burn, but like your balls can't be in heat. You can't, you know, I mean, it can. You just, it will take you, you'll kill whatever sperm supply you have in your balls, which is so wild and so nasty and so rude to think of. But like you will literally kill the sperm that's in your balls. And then you got to wait seven months to create, I mean, not seven months, three months for the next cycle to start refilling or whatever. So I was like, oh, bitch, gag. I'm like literally almost fucking stepped in that bitch. Unlike completely just, and I've been very cautious, but like that day, I don't know if it was just cause one, I mentally stretched thin. So I wasn't thinking, but then I'm glad I caught myself. I said, bitch, let me go ahead and freeze the sperm that I got now so I don't make these dumbass mistakes. So needless to say, I froze my sperm, but I did tell my friend going to Japan, I said, bitch, I cannot wait to just bask, you know, and just, you know, be bask, bitch. And I just want to, like, lay in a bathtub and, like, relax. And I kind of can't right now. So hopefully, if all goes well and we start, we fertilize eggs by... November, by the time I do go to Japan, you know, I can, you know, basically burn my balls, bitch. <laughs> I know that it's TMI, but it's like, I'm like really so excited about that. Bitch, I was over here talking to Dr. K yesterday and all these bitches was coming in and out of her office with their Ozempic. And I mean, she don't deal Ozempic, but like all her patients were like, oh, I'm on Ozempic. I lost 20 pounds or whatever. I'm like, bitch. Fuck, I just can't wait to get on Ozempic. But I can't because it causes male fertility issues. And bitch, it actually, I don't think I ever will be go on Ozempic because when you're on diabetes medication for men, you it not only causes male infertility, but it fucks up the genetics of if men have baby boys. You know what I'm saying? So there's something, I've seen a bunch of reports 
of um, it's linked to birth defects in baby boys. So, bitch, actually, now that I'm think saying this out loud, bitch, I ain't doing no motherfucking Ozempic. But this is the reason why I'm so excited to start this podcast with Tia is there's so much shit when it comes to fertility and having babies that be really on the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much shit involved on both parts. You know, there's things dealing with her and her eggs and uterus and age and all sort of shit. But it also be with the man, too. So it's crazy because a lot of the stigma is solely based off of women to be like, oh, this bitch can't give us babies. This bitch is barren. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, the nigga is barren, bitch. He over here dipping his balls in fucking hot water, bitch, killing off all his sperm, bitch, and, and, and doing his diabetes medication. And that's why your baby came out with a third eye, you know? So it's like, there's so, like, literally the last few months of do, getting ready and basically prepping my body in preparation to have a baby, I'm just like, like, everything I come across, I'm always just typing in, like, bitch, what's that? will this affect this? Will this affect that? And you'd be surprised. There's a lot of things, like, there's sweeteners. There's things that really just kind of can fuck up. Um, sp bitch, hold on. God damn it. Hold let me pause this because I'm actually supposed to take my fertility medication right now. And, bitch, give me one moment. Okay, sorry about that. Like, I literally, if I do not remember to do this, bitch, the way my mind is going right now, I will literally fucking forget. It got to thinking the other day. I said, bitch, I need to just have, like, a couple dosages in my car. So, not me literally doing this while I got the mic on. Like, I could literally just pause and... Oh, shit. Um, I was like, yeah, bitch, I could just really just keep this shit in my car, and I need to, because there's been times where I'm like, god damn it, and I gotta go turn back around home and pop this motherfucking pill, bitch. Um, okay. God damn it, I need to email these bitches about my blood work, too. When I tell you, <laughs> I am really fucking ran ragged, bitch. Ran fucking ragged. Um, okay. We're still recording. This is a mess. This is really a fucking mess, bitch. Let me take my AIDS medication, child, so I don't get nobody's AIDS, girl. And that's another thing, like, it's really, I think I talked about this on a podcast or two a few weeks ago. I was like, I don't even be doing anything, bitch. I ain't got no sex drive right now. I'm just really just don't give a fuck about nobody. Touching me, bitch. I'm already not that girl in general. And I'm like, bitch, let me go ahead take this little A's medication. Because, bitch, I'm just paranoid. <laughs> like, what if somebody... I know this is so stupid and so fucking ignorant. I should not even say something like this. Because it really fucking fuels the stigma of HIV and AIDS. But, you know, I'm like... You, listen, listen. Can I just talk? No, because I be thinking I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, what if I go to, this is so, this is so 100% ignorant. 
But I be thinking in the back of my mind, sometimes I be like, bitch, what if I go to like Jamba Juice, you know, and some, let's say somebody just accidentally cut their they finger on chopping a, a, a carrot or some shit. And just, I don't know, bitch, if you're my juice, I'm just, leave me alone. Can I just live? Can I just spiral? Um, That took a detour. Bitch, I be really talking on this damn mic like we on the phone. <laughs> Serena was listening to the last podcast and um, her boyfriend was in the car with her and she, I guess it was, she was just listening on the speakers and he swore we were on speakerphone. I was like, you know what? I hear that all the time. People be listening to this podcast thinking like we on the phone and I just be, that's how I record it. I don't record it like on today's news, let's, you know, it's not that structured. I just hit this, turn this mic on, bitch, and just talk to you like I'm on the phone with you. Um, What was I telling? Oh, my God. I want to tell this really pretty story, but it's going to make me cry. Do I want to say it? Um, Bitch, <laughs> I'm going to start crying. Um, So, anyway, so me and Serena are going to go to see Beyonce tomorrow. And we, her and I were just on the phone, like, just kind of, like, figuring out logistics and stuff like that. And she said, like, some really sweet things to me recently. She was like, just, like, you know, being excited for me to be a dad. And I don't know, that just really touched me and it made me feel... Because it's interesting, it's so wild. Anytime someone becomes a parent, a mother for the first time... It's so interesting to see how they just change. You know, I've seen this before. And to see Serena being like, not saying that she's not an emotional girl in an emotional world, because we are very emotional Capricorns. We are. But we, just to kind of see her just like say these things it was really touching. And I was like the other, like a few months ago, I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, I hope like, you know, Nori and my child are not too far off in age. And, you know, they kind of grow up together. They'll have each other. And, you know, they'll we'll be kind of in close proximity. And, you know, they'll just grow very close to each other. And then I started thinking, bitch, I'm going to start crying. And then I started thinking, bitch, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but then I started thinking, I was like, what if I have a boy? Like a little boy that, you know, might look like me or whatnot. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what if, and then, you know, there's Nori, who's a girl. And I was like, a little Solomon and a little Serena. And when I thought of that, I remember visually, like, exactly where I was. I was walking up the stairs, and I just broke down crying. <laughs> I was like, I, it just dawned. I was like, oh, my God, what if, like, they're best friends? And if it's a boy and a girl, a little Solomon. Bitch, when I tell you, I just broke down. I was like, this is so, that would be so cute. But got a year or a little longer to wait for that. But yeah, I just thought that was really adorable. I wanted to, I've been wanting to share that story with you guys for a while. Um, let's see what, what um, this past week, what did I, this weekend, I ended up having dinner with my friend. Um, my parents came over on Sunday which was nice. It's my first time my dad was in the house. He came to the house. So he was able to 
come through and I was like, damn, bitch, like you just now came. It's been, I've been in this house for almost a month and like I could have used my dad to help with the electrical work. <laughs> Instead of hiring this man, my dad like is really good. He's like such a good everything. Like he knows how to do everything. He knows how to do electrical work with the, 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 the lights, he know how to do carpentry, he know how to do baseboards, he know how to like work on walls, build walls, build cars. He just be knowing shit. He just be doing shit. And I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Like, do men be do thinking about shit like that? You know when it'd be like, oh, can you build a house? Or can Well, can you build a house? My dad really can. He'd be like, yeah, sure. I can build a house. I just need the material. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, he came in and he was like, oh, I see you got the dimmer working and the this. And I said, yeah, I had to pay somebody to do that. Meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm like, you could have did it for free. Which is so goofy of me. But like, why would I like force my dad to do something like that? But I just feel like you could do it for free. I paid this man $217 to come basically put my goddamn living room lighting on a dimmer. I said, that's that's crazy. What happened to the days when you used to be able to pay somebody $20 to do something? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody want to be charged too much money to be doing shit. You're not doing anything, Greg. You know what I'm saying? Like, the girls be really... Oh, I'm... I'm, I'm this, this bitch... And I'm saying bitch because I don't remember her name. But this bitch... She was like, and she been blowing up my phone. And I know why she blowing my phone, because she wanted to make some money, and I ain't giving it to her. I, I, I fucked up. When I hired her, I didn't realize her rate was $91 an hour. First off, why the fuck is your rate $91? I'm thinking it's like everybody else's rate was like $21 an hour, $30 an hour. Cool, 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 cool. Boom. Still a little too much, but whatever. Bitch, her shit was $91 an hour plus the app, TaskRabbit, charges you like a 20-something percent safety fee or some shit. Well, I don't know what the fuck it's safety about. None of You don't need, the safety fee don't need to be every hour. Pay, I don't mind paying the safety fee, but let's do the tw just $20 for the whole shebang, the whole work. I don't need to pay $20 for safety. That bitch ain't doing nothing but organizing my goddamn fucking kitchen. 91 fucking dollars, Greg. And after all the taxes and fees, it came down to $126 per hour. She over here talking about, oh, are you? I said, I, I can't. I, I'm not hiring you to go come in and, and organize my motherfucking cabinets for $126. I'll do it my goddamn self. Great idea. Wrong, girl. You got me fucked up. If you think I'm about to give you $126. Get out of here, girl. You done priced yourself out of everything. And I would have kept you on board long term because I definitely like having someone come into my home and reorganize things and keep it in order. Because you know just how shit be. You just be pulling shit. It be going out of order. Your your drawers, your socks, all that shit be out of order sometimes. Like your kitchen cabinets, your your garage. I mean your garage, your refrigerator. Oh, so it's nice to have somebody come in and just. Keep it organized once a month. Bitch, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I promise you I'm not paying you $91 plus a service charge and all this other shit, $126 an hour. I promise you I'm not. I promise you I will never do that. 
I don't care if I'm making a, a jillion bucks, bitch. I'm never going to do that. I'm never, ever, ever. And I feel like boo-boo the goddamn motherfucking fool because when I looked at the damn thing, my receipt, I said, why the fuck I get this whole $900? She was only here for about six fucking hours. How do, how do we get to $900, Greg? I looked and I looked at all them damn fees. It was $126 damn near an hour. And I bought that whole food. I was ordered from Panera. I said, what you want? She was like, oh, I want this. Girl, you might need to pack that food. I should have been like, pack that food up. Eat it when you leave, girl. Don't be eating it while you on the clock. Shit. <laughs> and she came 45 minutes late. And that's why I didn't tip her. Because I was like, well, bitch, if you didn't adjust the hours, bitch, that was your tip. Girl, honestly, that $26 that TaskRabbit is charging is really needing to be your motherfucking tip. Got me fucked up. $126. You can clearly see it's been a month and I'm still tight over that. I'm so angry I spent that type of money. But yeah, I just feel like the girls are charging way too much money for shit. That's like, girl, ima imagine $91 an hour. That's a good little gig. Bitch. Mm -mm. And honestly, the way I'm at now, and I'm glad I'm really starting to just transition and change a lot, is just in preparation. Like every now, like I would be able to spend that type of money and be like, oh, girl, boo, pay it. You know, now I'm just like, uh, uh. I'm I'm really starting to be very strict with my coinishas, bitch, because I know how hard it takes for me to make it how much work I'm putting in to make the money that I have. And now I'm just like, uh-uh, no, I got to, I, a year from now, I'm going to have a child to take care of. I don't got time to be dealing with no, no bullshit and no fuck ass fees, bitch. I order fucking food on Uber Eats, bitch. And I think I might've said this. They was over here talking about some, um, they delivered the wrong food. They delivered the wrong order. Twice, literally twice in two days in a row. Like, let's say if I order it on a Monday, they deliver the wrong food. And then I ordered again on Tuesday and they delivered the wrong food again. So I went and hit up Uber Eats. I said, girl, what the fuck? They was like, well, your account is restricted. I don't know why the fuck is restricted. But they're like, yeah, your account is restricted. So we can't give you a refund. We can't do anything. Call the restaurant. So I called the restaurants. They're like, girl, that's an Uber Eats issue, so we can't do anything called Uber Eats. So I said, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll do you guys both a solid. I'm going to actually call American Express. How about that? Because they're going to run me my full coinishes. And I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I have a whole list of chargebacks I do at the end of each month for bullshit like that. I just keep a little tally of all the little shit that goes astray. I call Amex at the end of each month, and I, I go through line by line. It'd be a 45-minute phone call. At the end of each month, I said this, 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 and this. Run me all that money. Mm-hmm. Especially now that I got a child on the way or coming in possibly a year. Oh, no. I, run me all that money, bitch. Run me every single last coin. I did about $355 worth of chargebacks this month alone, which is not really, doesn't sound like that much. And it really generally isn't. But bitch, if it, if it means I'm going to get $355 back on a 45-minute phone call, bitch, I'll be on that line. I'll be on that 1-800 line, bitch. Run me my little $355, bitch. That's half a Beyonce ticket, okay? 
and quiet as this motherfucking cat. Beyonce did get me because I was watching them little things online. I'm like, oh, this show looked kind of good. And I don't really want to go. I don't want to go because I genuinely do not like stadium concerts. They're too, it's too much shit. It's too big. I just feel like, but when I looked at her stage, the screens and the jumbotrons are huge. And the stage is big enough to where it works for, I think, um, a stadium thing and Serena wanted to go so if it wasn't for that I'd be like girl I'm not about to spend no I ain't got no Beyonce money right now but I said bitch let me go on and just enjoy this next you know six months of my life well really like well I would say like uh, next 12 months of my life like I'm well 10 months of my life let me just go ahead and enjoy it as much as I possibly can travel do all the things that I want sleep and do all you know because I may not be able to, I may not got no Beyonce money to come next year. You know what I'm saying? I may not even have no Beyonce time. You know, like I may not have no time to go drive up to LA and then drive back. That's three hours worth of driving, bitch. That's four hours worth of driving. Two hours up there and two hours back. And bitch, if I was living dead up in San Diego, that's a three hour something drive. So it would have been six hours worth of driving. On top of the Coinishas, absolutely not. Quiet as this motherfucking cat. Last night I got into this. I was so exhausted. I was like, girl, I don't even want to go to see this Beyonce. I'd rather just put the tickets on sale and just not go. And even right now, I still kind of don't. I actually do not want to go no more. I don't. Just the idea of being like, bitch, I'm going to be in a car driving. Then you got to find parking, bitch. You got to get into the venue, bitch. You know, I'm just like, I just want to lay in bed. We're at the 30 minute mark. All right, let me just take a break. Move right along. Okay, so what should we talk? Let's do the TMZ, bitch. Since y'all really did like, y'all really do be living for the TMZ, bitch. Um, all right. So in celebrity gossip, um, Sam Ashgari joins actor strike picket line. Bitch, I don't really care. No, way. Okay, should I say this? Because it's really fucked up. I shouldn't even say this. Hmm. Um, should I say this? Uh, uh, no, I'm trying to be nice. Let me not. Um, so I don't really care. Let's move on. Uh, man sues over surgery. Doc, don't really care. Moving right along. Moving right along. Ariana Grande, don't care. Moving right along. Um, the game. 50s fat ass dares to come to my city to hit women. Ooh. Why does bitch got hit in the head? 50 cents micro microphone hurling fiasco at his Los Angeles concert really has the game pissed off. As the bloody incident happened on his home turf. What the fuck? Excuse me. Um, game ripped 50 Thursday with a side jab. Yo fat ass came to LA hitting women after getting wind of our report about Power 106 host Brihana Monagain Mungain having her face cut and battered by the 50 Mike 50 uh, angrily through. Bitch, hold on. Let me watch this. 50 cent throws his mix twice. Oh, 
Why did he throw his mic? Hold on. Bitch, why did he throw his mic like that? Oh my God. Hold on. Why he throwing a mic like that? No, okay, so bitch. <laughs> the former Gene Unit rapper has been in cold in a cold war with 50 oh for the better part of 15 years and brianna's injuries seem to have left things even icier wednesday oh my god look at that big ass fucking dent in her head oh those eyebrow I mean, eyelashes are heinous Ugh. see okay hold on damn that really she got a big ass gash in her head from that's crazy but see what's crazier also is these eyelashes like imagine going into the hospital and like Let's say possibly having surgery and you have these eyelashes. Y'all, please. We got to really, really just dial back on the eyelash extensions. This looks crazy because that's all I care. Like, that's all I'm, my eyes are going to. My eyes should be going to the big ass gash in her fucking dome. But instead, I'm going to these eyelashes. Like, why are they looking like this? Why are they look so crunchy and like heavy? They look itchy too, bitch. Um... Wednesday's concert was a celebration of 50's debut album, and although he brought out several guest stars such as Nas, Chris Brown, YG, Tyga, DaBaby, the party's mood has been dampened, as 50 is now sub suspect in a LAPD criminal investigation, as he fucking should be. Why, sh why did he throw the mic? 50 Cent's attorney, Scott Lehman, assured us his client would never intentionally use a mic as a weapon. But as you can clearly see, game ain't buying that for a second. Bitch, as I can clearly see from the, the video, he hurls. I'm thinking when I first read this headline literally like 30 seconds ago, I was thinking like, oh, somebody threw something at 50. So he threw something back, you know, because that's what the girls are doing now. In these concerts is they're throwing stuff at the stage and you know so i'm like y'all gonna fuck around and throw up on the wrong the wrong person like i would never throw something like it's really no shade to somebody like drake but like i could see somebody throwing something at drake and drake is like oh my god that's crazy you know but i would never throw something to like 50 cent like i genuinely would not do something like that so that's where my mind went i thought somebody threw something but it doesn't show seem like that it just seems like he just hurled the mic. And I don't know if he just hit her as a bystander. Let me look at these crazy-ass pictures. No, she look crazy. Oh, damn, her arm is all fucked up. Damn. No, that's crazy, bitch. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but um, wow, that's crazy. Anyways, moving right along. Liz, little Uzi Vert, mistakenly labeled dog. I don't really care. Moving right along. Chris, Kevin Costner, don't really care. Moving right along. Senator Mitch McConnell cleared to work after don't really care move right along Madonna I'm working out after health scare riding bike through New York City um work Madonna you know what I don't really want to get into it because it's gonna be a longer conversation but I really fucking hate how people be really ragging on the fact that she's of a certain age how old is Madonna Madonna age she's 65 and I just hate the way like people really eat her ass up because she's 65 years old. And it's like, if a man was 65 years old, y'all wouldn't be saying shit. Um, Kevin Costner, Christy, who, what, why are we talking about this? Kevin Costner has come out swinging in his divorce. Oh, a divorce, bitch, ain't nobody care. Um, 
Jake Paul. I don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, 50 Cent Suspect. Okay, moving right along, moving right along. Um, Kanye's wife, Bianca Sensori, stunning newly resurfaced photos. I pop it. I don't really care about none of these topics today. Where the juice at, bitch? Trey Cyrus, Miley's brother, drags women on OnlyFans, catching major heat on it. Bitch. Um, Miley Cyrus's brother, Trace, is getting destroyed for harsh comments about women working on OnlyFans. He thinks they're killing their chances of ending up with a good guy. The Metro Station guitarist... The Metro Station guitarist? Oh, that's the name of his band, The Metro Station. I said, bitch... I read that as like the metro, like a gas station, like the gas station attendant guitarist, <laughs> the metro station guitarist and vocalist launched his anti OnlyFans rant Wednesday, saying the women who earn cash on the site have lost their chance of ever settling down with a good guy with morals. Um, oh, he wrote a lot, bitch. I'm not reading all that. Trace thinks OnlyFans models will call guys with standards insecure, but will get attention from other men online, so they think they have options. Damn. It's long, it's a long, bizarre, rambling attack. Trace even calls guys who pay for content on the platform desperate losers. Plenty of people in the comments lit him up, though, calling his rant so embarrassing. Um, Vera Abraham even called him out saying, balance and brand is real. Forget limited insecurity mindset. What? Trace responds to Farah with a heavy dose of sarcasm. I've been defeated. The most intelligent woman of this generation has put me in check. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't really care enough to read this. Um, actually, let me just let me just read it while I'm on the, the mic, the phone with y'all. There's so many girls that do OnlyFans that have lost their chances of ever, ever settling down with a good guy with morals. They will try and call those men insecure for having standards. They get a lot of attention from guys on OnlyFans, so they think they have options. But any guy who is so desperate to see sexual content they are willing to pay for, it is a desperate loser. Blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm not reading the rest of this. Um, I mean, I think he's right. <laughs> I do. Like, I don't know... <laughs> I mean, maybe we're both trash for thinking this, but I think he's right. And it's not just women. I think it's anybody. Like, I think, um, and I get it. There's, there's like this conversation that's been on for a few years or like when they're like, oh, we get tired of y'all. Be like, would you date someone who does OnlyFans? But I think that that's a genuine question. Um, I mean, I genuinely don't want to date anyone. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to get married. None of those things. However, if I were to potentially date someone or have someone of that type of significance in my life, now that I'm getting ready to be a father, absolutely not. Um, even me, like, I started thinking, I said, well... Like, not saying I'm perfect by any means, I'm not, but there's even aspects of me where I'm like, all right, well, let that go. All right, well, you don't need to do this. Or, you know, like, like I can't see having a child and being like, posting anything explicit or I feel like, and even me, I'm trying my hardest to like catch myself in real time 
trying not to curse as much and using bad language and say what it is that you will, you know, maybe it's like, well, bitch, that's so goofy, but it's like, I, that's where I'm at. Um, and I think that there is something to say about this. I don't think that, I think there is a sector of men who are okay with that. And then there's a sector of men who would not want to date with, and that's fine. Both of them are fine. You know, there's also a sector of gay men who don't want to date other gay men who do all that stuff too. And that's fine. There ain't nothing wrong with it. I don't think what he's saying is wrong. I think it's a very fair thing to say. And I don't think that, and I do believe if if somebody says, oh, I would not date someone who does pornography, they are going to be labeled as, oh, you're insecure. No, I'm not insecure. I'm very secure in who I am and I know what it is I want in my life. Do I think I'm going to be, you're, I'm insecure enough to where you're going to cheat on me? I don't give a fuck about none of those, those things. I care about the optics. I care about what is my child going to view? You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. I don't really give a fuck about you bending it over. It's just not for me. And does that mean I'm insecure? No. If you think I'm insecure, perfectly fine. I really don't give a fuck. But I think what he's saying is, is, valid and yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't want to date somebody who does porn I wouldn't and I know a lot of people and a lot of friends who do porn and that's fine my point still remains I just wouldn't want to do that I wouldn't want to bring somebody like that around my family um I we could break bread, we could be friends and stuff like that. But in in the bigger scale of like who I want in my life, like no, and I'm I'm thinking long term. And you know what I'm saying? Like even like even it's even when I'm like you know what when the the opportunity came and I was like okay, Tia could not only just be my surrogate but also my egg donor. That's somebody I want in the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's someone I foresee being a constant state in my life. And I'm okay with it. I love her family. I, I love what she stands for. You know, I'm not saying she's goody two-shoes and I'm goody two-shoes and we ain't, you know, just, you know, regular people. But there's a substance to her where I'm like, all right. And it shouldn't really matter because it's like, oh, well, girl, that's not like we're in a relationship. We're not husband and wife. We're not like, but... That's someone who's going to be in my life for the rest of forever. And I think I might have mentioned this in the episode, but yeah, I did. Of I want when my children look at their biological mother, I want them to have like, not, not I don't want to say be ashamed, but I, I want them to be proud and just know that their biological mother has her head screwed on tight. You know, like... She's not just some rando egg donor that we just plucked out of an agency who, you know, ain't got nothing going on for herself. You know, and those things, it may not be important for y'all or somebody else. Some people might be like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about none of those, those things. They're so insignificant. That's fine. They are significant to me. And the reason why they're significant to me is like I said in a few episodes ago is I know what it's like for family members to talk down on my biological mom. And for me to correlate that with myself and be like, well, bitch, am I that way? Am I 
am I, well, that's my biological mom. Am I part of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, are, am I included? I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to even look at your, your, your biological mom in those optics and, and think differently, you know? So I, I mean, maybe in 30 years, porn is not going to be what it is, you know, now, but there is still a stigma when it comes to porn, no matter how you slice it and dice it. And you would be fucking ignorant and dumb. If you think we're in this great kumbaya world, absolutely fucking not. There's definitely people who are afraid to speak up and be like, Oh, you know, if I say, I don't want to date someone who does porn, I'm gonna get attacked. Bitch. I don't give a fuck. Like you say it like it fucking is. They know there's a fucking stigma. You don't put your ass on the internet. And, and bust it open and think ain't, ain't no stigma. Girl, get on. Get on. Please, please, please. Get on someplace. So, girl, I don't know. I, I feel like what he said was 100% accurate. And that's it. So, let's figure out something else. Um, The Rock. Oprah donates $10 million for Maui Relief Fund. Launch fund. Wait. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Oprah Winfrey has stepped up to help those affected by the recent wildfires in Maui, launching a $10 million fund to financially support thousands of residents. Johnson and Winfrey announced the initiative Thursday morning, saying after brainstorming a bit on how they could offer assistance, they decided to kickstart the People's Fund of Maui. Um, the initiative is so... Hmm. And I get it. 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 I know people are going to read something like this and be like, bitch, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is probably the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Hold on. Highest paid actor. Um, let me just see. This was came out in bitch, except the, the OK. Um, Tom Cruise is up there. I really feel like Dwayne Rock. Oh, hold on. The Rock. Okay, maybe not. The Rock's he earns fifty million dollars a, a movie. Okay, well, whatever. Wait, wait. No, The Rock is Crown World's highest paid actor. Yeah, on Forbes list of highest paid entertainers in twenty twenty two. Anyways, I really don't care. That's not the point. The point is, I know people are going to read this and be like, bitch, why don't they just reach into their pockets? Well, first off, bitch, they might want a tax <laughs> deduct, you know, because this is giving non-profit, you know, shit, bitch. Um, but also, it's not their responsibility to reach into their pockets and pay for this shit. Yeah, could they reach into their pockets and give $5 million each? Sure. Instead of asking people, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would be nice, but I don't know. I just feel like people, look, I think people look at people like Oprah and be like, well, why don't you just pay for it? Why don't you just pay for it? You got the money. And it's like, bitch, is Oprah supposed to pay for everybody's shit? Like, is, oh, is Oprah supposed to be FAFSA? Is Oprah supposed to be um, um, FEMA? Is she supposed to be the Red Cross? Is Oprah supposed to be a government agency? Like, bitch, is Oprah supposed to do this? Like, get out of here. Like, yeah, I'm sure $5 million ain't much to her, but like, shit. Um, let's see. Let's find another one. Taylor Swift, my concert's now a movie co coming to AMC theaters. Cool. Moving right along. Um, you know, Taylor Swift is about to make, like, I think I heard 2.5 billion off of her 
tour and close to six billion in merchandise. Now, I'm trying to say this with love, and I'm not trying to be rude or absolutely nothing, but I don't. I that is wild to me. Who is listening to that white woman? Now, I'm not going to sit up on this mic and be like, oh, I can't name a, a, a Taylor Swift song. Now, I'm sure if I sit down and think about it, I can name a few. Taylor Swift is that girl who, like, I may not know much about her, like, off the top of my head. But if you play her songs, you could probably play all her singles for, like, two hours. And I would be like, oh, bitch, I know all these songs. You know, you know, she. it's like one of those people. Um, so I'm not like denying that, but I'm just like, it's just interesting that I can't, like, I, I can't imagine being like, this is, I want to see her live, you know? Like, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever, you know, she's that one person to where she's never, in my opinion, I, maybe I missed something, maybe y'all, y'all seen something I ain't seen, but she's never one of those girls who I'm like, Oh, remember that one time she ate that performance, bitch? Oh, remember that time when she performed at the Billboard Awards and she did... Oh, remember that one time when she performed at the VMAs and she really ate that fucking thing? Or remember the Super Bowl performance when she did... I... She's not giving me that. So... I be confused. I be really... I'm like... Maybe the Taylor Swift fans see something. Then Maybe they have some performances. They, they You know what I'm saying? She doesn't give me like... Like, sometimes, I don't really do this anymore because I just don't have the time. But there's some times where I will go into, like, a little rabbit hole of Britney Spears performances. I'll be like, ooh, let me watch the 2001 VMA performance. All right, let me, okay, let me go back to the um, NFL kickoff when she did that um, with the Busta Rhyme sample. Ooh, let me go and watch this one performance at the tennis match. Ooh, let me watch. So there's different performances. I'm like, ooh, she ate that. Ooh, I really like that little dance breakdown where she really fucking ate that shit right here. Taylor's not really giving me none of it. it I don't, and I mean, not saying she need to be a dancer or nothing like that, but she don't give dancers. She don't give vocal. She don't give visually appealing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how can I put it? Like, mm, well, mm, damn. Like, she's just not, like, okay, you know, Dua Lipa, to me, stage presence is not for me, but the look is divine. I'm like, ooh, she's so gorgeous. Ooh, I love the outfit. It's cute. I could I could watch this one go around. I would never return to it, but I could watch it one go around. Taylor doesn't really give me the visual, uh, aesthetic, physically, you know? Not saying she's ugly, but she's, for me, it's not, it's not giving gorge, you know? I'm sure the music is really, the music has to be the only thing driving these bitches in, which is fair enough to say, and it should be. Music should always be what is driving the girls in. Um, The music for me is a take it or leave it. I would love to to take it, but I'm very 100% okay leaving it, you know? Um, Hmm. Yeah, I, I just, she's just really an enigma. Like, I think back and I'm like, what is the appeal? You know? You are never, ever, ever getting back together. Like, I just, 
I feel like it's one. It's like, hmm. Like songs like that, I feel. It's like I could hear on Kids Bop, and be like, I don't know the difference. You know, that sounds harsh. Damn, that, I didn't mean it for like that. But you know what I'm saying. But honestly, bitch, go good for you, white woman, because girl, you better motherfucking do it, bitch. And but it's also and I see I hate when the girls be like white privilege or, you know, I don't really like to get into some of those things because I'm like, girl, it white people. It, I think it works for white people. That's what that's really what I'm trying to say. I think it works for the white people. But bitch, Taylor Swift was up in Mexico recently on her world tour. And the only reason why I found out about this was because um, the Mexicans was doing um, their own merchandise. They set up like a whole fucking swap meet of nothing but Taylor Swift merchandise. And I was like, work, Mexicans, you better get your motherfucking dollar, bitch. And I was like, I'm happy that this white woman came to Mexico so I can give y'all some money, you know, because that's that's. It boosts the economy, the local economy, when these big acts come to town. But I'm like thinking, I'm like, hold on now. What? I didn't know Mexicans was listening to this bitch. Maybe so. Maybe if y'all Mexicans listen, if maybe if I reach Mexico, bitch, if y'all listening to this, I, I would love to know. I did not know Mexicans was listening to this white bitch. I did not know it. I didn't know it. I just thought the white girls was listening to her. I was like, all right, this it's white girl music. Which is fine. We love white girl. They love, it's great. We all need, there needs to be a something for everybody. White girl music is just its own entity. I just thought that's, it was like white girl music. I didn't know it was white girl music Mexicans be listening to. Now, I don't know if black folks be listening to. I know there's some black people who be, I'm sure there's black people in, you know, the Taylor Swift concerts, you know. You know. It's, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm going to say something rude. Um, Kyle Richards, I'm having a tough time over splitting with my husband. Oh, bitch, she split with her finance husband? Kyler, oh, Kyle Richards is opening up about her separation from longtime hubby Mauricio Umansky, admitting, quote, it's been very hard. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star did a Q&A chat on Amazon Live Wednesday, providing new insight into her breakup with Mario after 27 years of marriage. God damn. Kyle went on to explain she and Umansky are still in love and continue to co-parent their four kids. She said, obviously, we care about each other a lot. You saw, here we are on vacation together, referring to a current summer getaway in Europe as a family. As we reported, Kyle and whatchamacallit separated last month after 27 years of marriage, despite admitting they've been going through a rough year. Both denied rumors that they were getting a divorce, blah, blah, blah. Oh, these fake kids? Who are these people? Is this fake kids? How many kids they got? It's a beautiful family, bitch. Mm -hmm. That one's a little rough in the face, but the rest of them is pretty... No, let me stop. They're, they're both, they're all really beautiful. Um, damn, they got some beautiful kids. Great, divine. Um, shout out to her man. Um, Ricky Martin strikes divorce settlement with jo Juan Yosef. Ricky Martin and his white man um, have reached a divorce settlement. It didn't say that. I just put that in there. 
Um, according to court documents obtained by TMZ, the former couple entered into an uncontested written agreement. Details have not yet been disclosed, but at this very at the very least, we'll know. They'll both be declared single once the judge signs off on their agreement. Last month, Martin and the white man jointly announced they were calling it quits after six years of marriage. Um, in a statement they wrote, we have decided to end our marriage with love, respect, and dignity for our children in honoring what we've experienced as a couple all these wonderful years. They went on, quote, our greatest desire now is to continue having a healthy family dynamic and relationship centered on peace and friendship to continue the joint upbringing of our children, preserving the respect and love we have for each other. Um, okay, so when I'm looking at a picture right now. Now it's starting to make a little bit more sense. I see what they did here, probably, allegedly. I don't know. Um, okay, because now, because y'all know when the baby was first born, I said, oh, white babies. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. I don't want to get into it. I really don't want to get into it again because I just can't. I don't have the, the mental capacity to go on another tangent like that. But now that the little boys are a little bit older, one of the boys looks more like Ricky. <laughs> And the other, it's giving Menudo Ricky and more Latino, bitch. But the other one is giving white boy. And, okay, that makes sense. They probably got one egg donor and then, of course, sperm for one, Ricky sperm in one egg and then the white man sperm in the other egg. But I'm sure they used a white woman egg, bitch. But, you know, I'm not going to get into it. Um, wishing them the best. Um, let's see. Do we have another one? Um... What time, where are we right now with the um the time? We're at the one hour mark, damn near. Let me see if I can do one more before moving right along. A bunch of shit I don't really give a fuck about. NFL Caleb Farley, 911 callers panicked after home explosion. Oh, moving right along. Um, guess who this is? Moving right along. Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis, huge oak tree falls on mansion. Great. Divine. Prayers answered. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? I'm just trying to find one good bitch. Is that isn't he gay, bitch? Hold on. Oh, never mind. Um, ooh, here we go. Nick Carter. This is the one I ooh, 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 yes. Ooh, I'm so glad I I, I didn't close out, bitch. Ooh, I'm so glad. Remember when we were talking about Nick, 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 Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys last last winter with the sexual assault, bitch. Nick Carter judge allows his countersuit against <gasps> against sexual assault accuser, bitch. Let me get into this. Nick Carter can celebrate winning a legal battle battle over Melissa Schumann, the singer who's suing him for allegedly raping her back in twenty, I mean two thousand two. But the war is still to come. The Backstreet Boys singer has filed a countersuit against Human for defamation, but in response, she and her father filed a motion to block his legal action. Carter was in Las Vegas courtroom Wednesday to hear the ruling on the matter. Ooh, let me let me. Um, oh, he looks good. It looked like he lost some weight, probably from the stress. Ooh, I'm stressed right now. Why am I not losing weight? Um, the judge sided with Carter denying Melissa's attempt to get the countersuit dismissed. The judge decided Carter presented sufficient evidence to warrant his defamation case moving forward. Oh, bitch, I didn't know it was her. Huh? <coughs> 
bitch. It's the bitch from Dream. He loves me. He let don't matter what we do. He's never gonna be with you. Tease into what I got. Uh, he loves me. He loves me not, bitch. Oh my God, I didn't know it was her. I thought it was like a fan. <gasps> Melissa. As we reported, Schumann, who sang in the girl group Dream, claims Carter raped her back in 20. Now I believe her. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. Oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, wait, hold on. So, rewind. <laughs> Let me clean this up. No, it wasn't like I didn't believe regard before, but here's like the thing I was, it was hard for me to believe Wait, maybe this is two different cases because wasn't the first case the thing I said this don't really add up. It was a a girl who was backstage and said she got I was thinking she got raped in like a hotel room or something, but she was like no, I got raped backstage and she was like had down syndrome. Remember? And I was like, bitch, now how the fuck did you end up backstage, bitch? And if he was on tour with Backstreet Boys, like I'm just thinking of like logistics, like how did you get sexually assaulted backstage? Not saying it can't happen, but then also like, I know now this is the asshole thing about me and I should not be saying this, but I was like, well, bitch, if you are, you know, not saying that people can't rape somebody and I'm sure like raping is more of like of a control thing than anything. But I was like, well, Nick Carter, who was like the pretty boy of the group, I'm sure girls were throwing themselves at, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it was hard for me to kind of wrap my head around, okay, if someone's in, who has Down syndrome or something like that, and they're just like casually backstage and snuck backstage as a fan, and it's busy, it's the whole crew, the road crew, the tour managers, the lighting, the, the set break up, break down, backup dancers, costumes, makeup, the other four members of the Backstreet Boys. If all these bitches is running around, like, it's it was just hard for me to kind of see a way into sexual assault for that particular person. Not saying it didn't happen, but... I was like, girl, it's, it's, girl, I don't know what's going on. But now I, but this is a new lady. I didn't know she was claiming, girl. Now, if somebody else claims a bitch, it's giving, it's giving, it's giving real. It might be real, bitch. Um, Claims he raped her back in 20, 2002 at a friend's, oh, a friend's apartment in Santa Monica. <gasps> so, yeah, this is completely different than the backstage one. Bitch, he might be a raper. She filed a lawsuit against him back in April, and shortly thereafter, Nick filed his countersuit. Oh, no, Nick, this don't sound good. Carter's attorney, Leanne K. Wakayama. Oh, that sounds Japanese, bitch. Leanne K. Wakayama. Let me just Google this real quick. She giving Japanese. I can just tell by the way this bitch look. Uh, let me see what she looked like. Because I can tell by the way. Oh, yeah. She looked like she mean business, bitch. Yeah, I'd be afraid of Wakayama, bitch. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Wakayama gonna get you, bitch. Ooh, Wakayama. Ooh, Wakayama. She gonna get you. Uh-huh. Carter, uh, Carter's, oh, no. Carter's attorney is Leanne Wakayama. Okay, I thought Melissa's attorney was Leanne Wakayama. Wakayama looked like she mean business, bitch. Mm. Reacted to Wednesday's ruling, telling us for years, Melissa and Jerome Schumann have been conspiring with anyone they could to manipulate, 
to drum up false claims against Nick Carter in a brazen attempt to get rich off of him. Today's ruling confirms that Nick will be able to pursue that truth to its inevitable conclusion and expose the Schumans and their co-conspirators' deceit, deplorable conduct. Ooh, bitch. But I don't know, girl. I don't know, bitch. It's given... I'm trying to think. When did that... That was in December when we heard about the backstage rape? Um, yeah. Nick Carter sued for a sexual battery alleged incident during 2001 Backstreet Boy tour. Yeah, and then ABC canceled all that... The, the, the jingle ball and shit. I don't know, girl. I mean, I'm not saying it's... I'm, I don't know what... I don't know, bitch. But it's not... It's given... Where there's smoke, bitch, there's fire. Ooh, I'm trying to read this real quick. Um, Wu says the drink tasted off and Carter called it VIP juice, but drink it not to be rude. Um, Ruth, yes, she was 17 at the time at Tacoma, in Tacoma, Washington, Backstreet Boy concert. But wasn't she, don't she got Down syndrome or some shit? Sorry, I'm just reading this while I'm on the phone with y'all. Um, ooh, the doc says, Ruth, who claims she was a virgin before she ale the alleged assault, had contracted HPV afterwards, and she's now seeking damages. But see, as we reported, Nick's faced rape allegations in the past. Ooh, there's more rape allegations. Oh, yeah, it's with Melissa Schumann. Okay. Hmm. But see, I don't see I, I I don't see anything any updates from the Ruth sexual battery suit. So I wonder if he probably paid her off. I mean, not to be rude, but like, I mean, if the coins was good, bitch, I don't really care about justice for me at least. Like, bitch, I'd be like, girl, just give me the coins, bitch. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Rick. I mean, Nick. Hopefully, Wakiyama can get your ass off. Um, but anyways, moving right along. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. Now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast. Com. This week, we have updates extravaganzas. So we have tons of great updates. Let's start with our first update, Bride with Bundles update. Um, this was a few weeks ago, I believe. Yes. Um, they write, Hey, Solomon, I'm now giving you an update as a newlywed bougie wife who had a fabulous time away from her wedding and gonna tell you about the dinner story that I sent in my last email. So the dinner actually went better than we anticipated and we didn't have to pay a single cent for it. Work. There was a cocktail hour, divine hors d'oeuvres, great juice, AKA cocktails, and a three course meal, bitch, work. And that could have let up, wait, and that could have let up on all that damn salt they used and had me feeling puffed like Judy Garland.
not puff like Judy Garland. Anyways, you know, I got to spill a little tea with you as usual, girl. When we got home later that evening, my husband and I decided to open up our gifts from everyone and read their cards to us. We are more than thankful for anything that anyone got us except for one person. <laughs> except for one person, my sister-in-law's boyfriend who has been with who she has been with for the past six months. When we opened everyone's gift, we noticed that one of them was from her along with a card in the bag she gave us. My husband read the card out loud and it only had her name signed at the end. I looked at my husband like he was crazy and I was like, wait, just her and no one else on the card? Literally just her? He said, yeah, and that the way we spiraled over the fact that no... <laughs> That no, not only did he show up to a formal event empty-handed to co commemorate our marriage, but he also ate a three-course meal, drank for free, and went home with a customized bottle of champagne as our party favor. That's a, that's cute. I like that. We did not expect a monetary gift from him, but a card would have at least been appropriate considering he brags so much about how much money he makes at his second job. It's so tacky, and it left a bad taste It in and not only our mouths, but the parents as well. I'm embarrassed for my sister-in-law that that happened and even more embarrassed at the fact that I know she's going to continue to bring him around family. What would you do, Solomon? Love wife with bundles. Um, It's so crazy because they've only been dating for six months and I get it. Like I, I've learned this this year planning my birthday party you know people want to bring the people that they're with like they're significant others and I just feel like like I just feel you know what do whatever you want to do but as for me I just feel that sometimes when it's like big events like a, a wedding baby shower and then if when it's intimate events like birthday dinners, your little thing that you're talking to, you know, for the last month or so, don't need to come. They don't. I, I genuinely believe that they do not need to come. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you y'all got to be married for you to come. No, preferred. <laughs> no, but like there has, it can't be like, oh, this is the nigga I'm talking to and we just been, you know cupcaking over the phone so he just gonna come up here and eat all the, the juice drink all the juice eat the food no like you know what i'm saying like this is too much like there has to be some sort of discernment and this is really where i feel upbringing is very important how you are raised i think communication is also important because some people just don't know these things and i just think it's slightly inappropriate to just bring people that ain't really you, you know what I'm saying? They may not be here for the next season. You know, they may not be here for, you know what I'm saying? They might be here today, gone tomorrow. So I just feel, you know, and it's it six months to some people. People know, like, they love somebody within six months, cool, whatever. But I just feel like, I don't know. And I, I do feel if that is the case, like, if somebody invited me to such an intimate event like that, I... And I've only been dating that person for six months. And I'm the guest. You know, the guest of the guest. I would make sure 
we pitch into a good gift because you got to pay for your dinner, bitch. Like you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to do, you got to, you got to do something, but bitch, you know what? I've been on this mic for a while and I've, I'm learning that the girls just ain't like that. Like the girls do not, they just don't. And I just don't get it. They don't be thinking about these things. Like there's, like I said, when you go to somebody's house, if they invite you over for dinner, you bring a bottle of wine, you do something. When you go to somebody's wedding or whatever, you get them a gift or you give them cash, you know, something that's going to at least equal out to that plate of food, something, you know, like you got to make sure that you put your, your, your own in and yeah, like you don't go to places like don't, you can't go to a baby shower without bringing a gift. You can't. And the girls be doing shit like that all the time. You need to stay your ass at home. It's very inappropriate. It might, it's very inappropriate. And I know the girl's going to eat me up talking about, well, not everybody has, you know, budgets, you know, it's it, finances is tight. And so then you need to stay your ass at home. I'm so sorry. So sorry to, you know, you need to click on that RSVP and say, no, can't go. You know? And, and that's another thing. It's like, also, when the girls be doing these destination things like destination birthdays, destination weddings. Now, now, bitch, my ticket and me paying for the flight, flight and the, hotel, <clears throat> the hotel and stuff like that, that might get get me out of buying you an expensive gift. I might buy you a drink at the bar or something like that. But, bitch, I don't I already took off time from work. You know what I'm saying? I'm already packed and fucking cross border border patrol, bitch, or customs and got my fucking passport stamped to to celebrate your bullshit. Y'all know how I feel about destination shit. If the minute I see that, I'm like, oh, click out. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't ask me to come and get on a plane for you. Don't do it. Do not. I'm letting y'all know now. Don't do it. Send it to somebody else. Just know I'm going to RSVP now. It's really no shade. I got something from my cousin a couple, like a week ago. And she, it's a destination thing. And I said, nope, mm -mm, ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Mm -mm. No. No thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine me about to have a baby shower and be like, oh, it's a destination baby shower. Bitch, what? What? No, it's going to be close to where I like. It's going to be where all, everybody going to be at. If you don't live in San Diego, you're going to have to fly into. And, and if you want to partake in it, cool. But I'm not going to like it just seems so. This is not even the point of this whole thing. I, I This just goes to show I really hate destination weddings and destination events, bitch. Because it's like, who are you? And I'm not I'm really not shading my, my cousin at all. I'm just like, you know, if. If that's what you want, that's fabulous. And I know a lot of people can do that, but I just can't. I just don't want to do those things anymore. I just can't do it. Um, but, bitch, he should have gave something beyond a fuck. He should have did something and paid his own. But, you know, people just ain't built that, that way no more, I feel. People just don't be knowing. They don't have no no etiquette. They don't know these things. And honestly, I'm going to have to put the fire on you, too. You know, I would talk to my sister. I know this is, I mean, I don't want to cause a riff, but I feel like we need to start having these discussions with people and letting people know, like, 
you need to to bring a gift. You know what I'm saying? You need to buy a drink. You need to bring a bottle of wine. You need to come with something. You cannot, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you need to show, you need to show your appreciation in a, some sort of form. Um, in, in the best way that you can. It may not be in a lavish gift. It might be in another way. You know, but it needs to be, you need to show you're appreciative. You need to show that you are appreciative in some sort of form. It can't just be like you just eating up everybody's food and you leave and you dip out. This ain't what this is for. This is not, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Gift. Run me the gift. You know? I hate that shit. Anyways, moving right along. And this week we have a, ooh, we have a update. Remember, I've been wanting this update for a while. I haven't even read it yet. I'm just so excited. I haven't even opened it. Um, do you remember when I spiraled on that lady who I think the husband or no, 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 the, the baby daddy was living at home with her and I'm trying to remember. Hold on. Um, he didn't want to get a job because he wanted to be a writer in Hollywood and was was playing video games and I told him I was like you need to give him a 30 day notice to get the fuck up at your house and you need to rip that, that that video game console out the wall so she writes back dear Solomon am I hold on am I recording yes dear Solomon I hope this message finds you well I'm writing to provide you with an update on the situation I previously sought your advice on your guidance and insight have been invaluable Oh, in fact, to me during this challenging time, and I wanted to share how I acted upon your advice. After carefully considering your words and reflecting on my situation, I realized that I needed to take a decision, decisive action for the sake of my family's well-being. It wasn't an easy decision, but I muster the courage. I love that word, mustard. The courage to have an honest conversation with my partner about our future. I expressed my concerns, hopes, and pressing need for a change in our circumstances. While I understood and respected his dreams and aspirations, it became clear that the path he was on was not sustainable for our family. Despite my efforts to communicate and find a middle ground, he remained steadfast in his belief that pursuing any other work would hinder his ultimate goal in writing for Hollywood drama series. Uh-oh. Ultimately, I made the difficult decision to ask him to leave our home. It was a heart-wrenching step, but one, one that I believe was necessary to prioritize the well-being of our child and myself. Since then, we have not spoken for almost a month. This period of separation has given me a chance to reflect on my own strength and resilience. While it has been challenging emotionally, I am committed to creating a stable and nurturing environment for my child. Amen. I have begun to explore opportunities to further my own personal growth and financial stability. Amen. All while focusing on being the best mother I can be. Amen, 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 amen. Solomon, your vice was a beacon of clarity in a confusing and tumultuous time. It was your words that gave me the strength to take control of my situation to make the tough choices that were needed. I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for being a guiding light in my journey. Amen. As I continue on this journey of self-discovery and healing, I wanted to update you and express my appreciation for your unwavering support. Your show has truly been a source of comfort and inspiration for me and i look forward to hearing more of your insightful advice in the future thank you again solomon thank you once again solomon oh 
Girl, I was think I was thinking about you. There ain't the time I opened this motherfucking email and I don't be thinking about you because I was like, this is some crazy shit, bitch. But I'm glad you better fucking do the damn thing. And I, you know what? That's really it makes me happy to hear. I mean, it does suck because it's like, damn, you basically just told your baby daddy to kick rocks. And that is the father of your child. You know, but I I think setting boundaries and just setting an expectation and, and putting your fucking foot down is just so it it you get so much out of it. You gain confidence that like you might have been a little weary on. And I just love the fact that you were like, get the fuck up out of my house, bitch. That's amazing, bitch. I'm really proud of you. And I can't see your child getting older and not thinking that that was a good decision. You know what I'm saying? If they they find out or you tell them later on in life, like, yeah, I had to kick your, 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 your daddy out the house because this is what I want. I think sometimes, like, your confidence can't, I mean, your confidence is dictated based off of, like, your, the figures in your life. You know, like, I always think all the time, like, well, how do I get the confidence I have? And it's literally, it always boils down to my mom. My mom was not, she wasn't like a cold-hearted bitch or nothing like that. She wasn't mean. She wasn't nasty. She's never cursed a day in her life. She's just not that. She's a church lady. But she definitely was just, she would not take no shit from nobody. And she just knew her worth. And I just remember being young and just seeing how nothing, you know, got to her. Like, she just knew to keep her head held high. She knew what her worth was, what she was, she would and would not deal with. And she would cut somebody off real quick. She'd be like, all right, this is, we're done. Move right along. And she would never go back. Never go back. You know, I'm sure if I saw my mom going back and forth to, you know, situations that wasn't good for her, I would have been like, damn, you a weak bitch. You know what I'm saying? But she never was. She was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm, we're done. Next, move right along. Yeah. So I love that my mom was like that because I get that. So I'm just thinking like, you know, if that time does come, you're, I'm sure your child is going to be like, no, you did the, the what's right. And you stuck up for yourself and you stuck up for me when it was hard. And I don't know. I just I really love this update. So thank you so much for writing in. And I just wish you the best and move right along. All right, let me see. What do I got beef with this week? Um, What do I got beef with? <sighs> I feel like I had beef earlier this week with some shit. Um, not, honestly, it's really nothing. I don't really have no beef with nothing. I'm just, mm-mm, I don't. Um, yeah, I just don't have any beef this week. I don't, nothing's really bothered me. I haven't really spiraled. I haven't really had much of a time to spiral. You know what? No, bitch. I do have some motherfucking beef. Now that I'm fucking thinking about it, I went to, to, to breakfast. I went to dinner with my friend. Now, Omar was, I hit up Omar because, you know, we live in the same, now we live in the same vicinity and stuff. So I was like, oh, you know, what's a good place for us to eat? He said, oh, try this place right here. I said, all right, boom. It was like a pizza place. Um, with like pizza, wine, and just, you know, that shit. It's not like Pizza Hut, but it's just, it's also still pizza, bitch. It's not like it's fucking, you know, gourmet cuisine. But 
But I didn't, we didn't want no, like, we just wanted something, like, cute to, like, go to. So we go there, bitch, girl. I hate situations like this. Oh, I hate it. It's one of those places where you have to, you, it's like a restaurant where you can sit down at the table and there's, there's waiters that drop your food off and get you things that you need, but you got to go to the counter and order your food. Bitch, I, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It is, it drives me nuts. My brain cannot wrap around this. I did something like that recently with my friend Grant. We went to go get Top Ramen, our ramen, and it wasn't the first place we wanted, but the other place didn't have any reservations. I mean, the reservations was full, so we went across the street to this ramen place, and you walk in, and you're, the guy hands me a goddamn menu, and he's like, here you go, so you got to order now. And so I'm like, damn, bitch, I can't just sit down and gloss over the menu. I can't like, bitch, what? And so there's people behind me waiting in line for us to finish. And then you still got to be sat down and then they bring you food. And then if you want another drink, then you got to walk up to the cash register and order a drink and then go back, sit down. And then somebody bring you the drink. And I'm like, what is the goddamn fucking purpose of this? This is so stupid. Why don't you just sit people down and not have a long ass line, sit people down in the goddamn seat and have the waiter put the order in? I, am I missing something? Maybe the girls who work in the food industry can sound off of like how this makes sense because it does not make any sense to me, bitch. You, just the waiter has to come anyways and then on top of it, when he he brought the wrong food, and then so, no, no, he didn't bring the wrong food. He brought, um, I thought I ordered a roll of sushi, but it was like the other, like the hand roll where it comes in like a little burrito. And I said, ooh, absolutely not. This is, I, I don't like these things. They, they make me spiral. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, it says it on the menu. I said, well, honestly, I felt pressured and I felt I was on a time crunch because there was a huge line for me behind me. So I felt the need to just make a decision real quick and I should have never ordered this. So please send this back. You know, like if you would have if I would have had the, the, the comfortability to just sit down at a restaurant and open up the menu and just review it and like read it and then t and then wait for your ass to come over here and I can ask you questions and whatever and you put in the order. Cool. I'm not that person who orders shit and sends it back. But the fact that I literally had the this book, this menu in my hand and bitches was behind me. I just felt like, bitch, I have to hurry up and put in an order and just. I just felt rushed. I don't like that. So we went to this pizza place and it was the same shit. And I'm like, they kept coming up. Do you need this? Would you like any more of this? Why are you asking me this stuff if I had to go to the, to the register and pay for it? And then y'all bitches want a tip. And it's like, what am I tipping you on? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I didn't ask you no questions about the menu, like nothing. So it's like, I hate restaurants like that. Please get rid of it. Please get rid of it. I'm not a self-checkout girl. I'm not a self-girl. I'm not a self-girl. Okay? I'm not I'm not a, let me give you a cup and you go get your own coffee. No, bitch. Do, do the coffee for me. I'm not a go to, I, that's why I don't do that Korean barbecue. The girls be like, oh, let's go to Korean barbecue. Let's go to Korean barbecue. Bitch, I'm not cooking. I don't feel like cooking, bitch. I'm not cooking at my table, bitch. First off, I don't want them fumes on my clothes in general. I don't want all that shit smelling up my fucking hair and skin and clothes, bitch. That's not for me. But you want me to cook? 
And I'm paying you to cook. Get out of here, bitch. I'm not that girl. Call me Sididi or Bougie, whatever you want to call me. I really don't care. I don't like none of those self things. I'm not a self nothing. If I if I walk, bitch, I was in fucking Target a few weeks ago. Oh, bitch. I was in line at Target. They had one register open. All the fucking self-checkouts was open. But, bitch, I had a bottle of wine, so I was like, well, girl, I can't buy, use, do that for the self-checkout. Plus, I'm not a self-checkout girl in general. But it was so many people in line. I said, somebody... So I, so I put my cart... I mean, my cart aside, and I said, can you wash my cart? And I started knocking on the door of where the customer service and the... Um, what's the security? Loss prevention was. So I knocked on the door. I'm, I'm knocking, 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 knocking. I said, somebody got to get to one of these registers. They're like, oh, well, we don't do that. I said, well, you need to call somebody and get on that walkie-talkie and get on this register because there's only one register. I said, do you see that line? It's wrapped all the way down to the cosmetics. Somebody need to get on that register. And guess what? They got two people on that register. I'm not a self-checkout girl. I don't like doing those things. I need you to bag my stuff up, okay? I need you to do... Hold on. Another thing that's really annoying me, bitch. And I get it because it's Zara and it's not like you're not shopping at Neiman Marcus, bitch. But somebody need to tell the Zara girls, fold my goddamn clothes and put it in the bag. Don't be rolling my shit up in a fucking ball and stuffing it in a bag, bitch. I will choke you. This boy, real sweet, he just rolled my shit up in a bag. I said, uh-uh, immediately no. I said, no. I said, ain't no, and I started folding in front of him. And I said, ain't nobody teaching y'all how to fold these clothes. You got to fold the clothes because why would I why would I do this just so I can go and turn on my iron at home and iron out all the creases that you put in these clothes? Somebody ain't teaching y'all how to fold the clothes. I said, baby, this is what you got to do. You just got to fold it like this and you slide it into the, the bag. That's how you do it. I know he looked at me like I was crazy, but I said, somebody got to teach y'all how to fold the clothes. OK, somebody got to teach y'all how to put the things in the bags. You put the heavy things in at, at, when you go to the grocery store. You put the heavy things in at the bottom. You put the light shit on top. Ain't nobody teaching y'all this. Ain't nobody teaching y'all nothing. Y'all need to learn this shit because you want. Because I'm 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 saying it because somebody's going to spiral on you, and I'm not. I I didn't spiral. I wasn't mean. I was just I just snatched the clothes. <laughs> I wasn't mean. I snatched. I wasn't mean. I just snatched the clothes gently out of his hand, and I said, "Baby, you got to learn how to fold these clothes." Ain't nobody teaching you how to fold these clothes. You gotta fold the clothes. Now, now what sense was, does it make for me to free the ball this up and have all these um, wrinkles in my clothes so I can go plug in my iron at home? What sense does that make? You gotta fold the clothes, baby. That's when I was up in that Zara last time and the lady was like, um, one line for returns and exchanges. Do y'all remember that? One line for returns and exchanges and one was for the... I said, now what, 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 what sense does this make? What sense does this make? Y'all trying to bring the, the money into the store. Ain't nobody telling y'all how to keep the money in the house? What's, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, Jesus. I don't. It's it's things like that where I'm like, are y'all not using your brain? Ain't nobody teaching y'all how to fold clothes? How, what do you do at home? Do you not put clothes in a drawer? You not hang clothes? Or, your clothes right now are not wrinkled. So how, what, how did you think balling up clothes that are not wrinkled and, and stuffing them in a bag. What did, what, how does that make sense? Y'all need to like, do the, the girls not have home training no more? What's going on? 
Lord, please be with me and my child that I don't drive my child crazy. I'm just praying because it's going to be just, I'm going to need the patience of Job to make sure. I'm just, I'm just going to have to really just make sure they be knowing things because you can't, you got to fold these clothes up right. And another thing, and I'm not done with this beef. I said I didn't have no beef, but I got one more thing I got to just get off my chest. Put these kids in the kitchen, please. Please. I said this on Snapchat a few days ago. Put them kids, especially them little boys, in the kitchen. Them little boys need to know how to cook some food for themselves because y'all over here talking about, oh, no, 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 no. When they turn 15, 19, or, you know, whatever, a certain age, they need to know how, they need to, know how to cook or, or do something. You know what? I, I mean... My mom, you know, she would work during the she would work during the the summertime, which is crazy because she worked for the school district. So I don't know why she was working in the summertime, but she did. She never they never had like a summer vacation for the school district, the school board of education. But anyways, um, I I remember being eight years old. My mom would just leave me at home, and I knew how to like do shit. She'd be like, all right, eight years old. She would be like, all right, well, you got to make sure the laundry's done. You got to defrost the motherfucking chicken. You got to wash. She would give me a list of things to do while I was at home, while she was at work. She said, well, you ain't going to just be sitting up here watching Jerry Springer all damn day, bitch. You need to get up in here, and you today you're supposed to clean the kitchen. Mind you, the kitchen is clean because that's how my mom is. But she would be like, you need to clean the kitchen. You need to organize the, the refrigerator defrost the chicken okay put wash the clothes but do not keep them closing that washing machine for too long because they're gonna get moldy the minute you hear that buzzer go off then you put them clothes in the in the dryer and you don't let them sit in that dryer for too long because then the, the wrinkles gonna set in and then it better be done by the time i get back and you know me i will wait till like my mom will come home at like four ish four four thirty or something like that you know so it's two fifteen. that was when jerry springer and ricky lake was on i was like okay i'm gonna get one good old episode in and it'll be like 3 30 i'm like oh shit my mom about to be here my mom about to be here so then i'll wait for that last hour and i'll be rushing through that house trying to get all that shit done rushing rushing mm-hmm. like i was thinking like like y'all need to like I don't know y'all need to get these kids in the kitchen they need to know how to cook something you can't just be like being Drea where you leave your child a fucking TV dinner them kids need to know how to like do something for themselves chop up some vegetables learn how to chop things up learn how to use a knife like I'm really worried for the girls I'm really worried I'm not worried for mine I'm worried for, for y'all you know, they need to know how to do these things. Get these little boys in this kitchen. Let them know, like, all right, well, if I'm cooking, bitch, you cleaning. Y'all over here just being, just like, y'all do what you want to do. But I would suggest get them little boys in that kitchen. It's not just a girl thing of, like, oh, they, girls can cook and clean. No, bitch. Get your little boys up in that kitchen and 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 train them to be, like, you supposed to to clean and cook, too. It's not like, I mean, women are working, so you want women to work full-time jobs and then come home and, and, and then do more more work. No, we're going we gonna to work on this together, baby. Um, that's really it, and I'm moving right along. All right, so for final thoughts, um, I, so someone left a review recently, and it was just kind of like, Basically just saying, like, you know, you're, you're very insensitive when it comes to telling people, like, you know, you're depressed. Who cares? 
Um, I don't know verbatim of what it was. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something to the tune of that. And <clears throat> I will say, like, my approach isn't always nice. It's not. Um, I'm also known as a friend where people come to for advice and they know, like, I'm going to just shoot it at you. You know, I'm, I'm, it's very seldom where I'm like tiptoeing around things, babying it up, softening it up, and just woo, 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 woo. Like sometimes I just shoot it really rough. Um, <clears throat> I had a friend ask me some, basically like some advice, and I was basically just, they took it really bad from how I said it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I feel like this is not an industry that's very forgiving. It is an industry that really favors people who are young. It is an industry that favors people who are young and beautiful and slightly talented. Talent is not the main component. It should be the main component, but it's not. It's about so many variables that we cannot control. So if I were you, I would think of branching out and doing other things. And of course they took that really badly. Um, but that's my approach. You ask me a question, I'm going to shoot it to you for real. Like, I'm going to be like, boom, this is what it is. Because I wish somebody would have shared that with me. You know what I'm saying? If I, if somebody could have told me years ago, Solomon, this is what you need to do. This is this, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you be in this, this way of thinking and you can't really see the truth sometimes. So sometimes it's nice for some, if I wish somebody would have just shot it to me straight. And that's just how I am. So when I say something like, oh, bitch, nobody gives a fuck that you're depressed, it's because nobody does. And that doesn't sound great. I know you want to, people want to think like, oh, the world cares about me. They don't. And I think part of one of the best things someone ever taught me was in life, you need to manage your expectations. And part of that is you're expecting people to give a fuck about something that they don't give a fuck about. The minute you can tune into that and realize that and manage your expectations and drop your expectations, then it, things get a little bit easier. You know, like sometimes we beat our heads over, you know, with family and friends and like, oh, I need this from you. But once you realize, well, what are they capable of doing? What are they capable of giving you? You're never going to get that. Oh, you want that person to be that person? They're never going to be that. So drop your expectations. Now look at it. Now what does it look like to you? Oh, it looks different. Now how do you feel? Completely different. Why is that? Oh, because you change your expectations. You change your perspective. So when I say something like, oh, nobody gives a fuck that you're depressed, it's because they nobody does. And it's not to say that I've never been depressed. Bitch, I've been depressed sometimes I'm, I'll be getting scared to myself. I'm like, am I, am I okay? But I will say this. I do know what it's like to be depressed. In fact, I know what it's like to be suicidal, not once, but twice. I know what it's like to get ready to and try my hardest to kill myself, not once, but twice. Thank God it failed. But, and I'm still fucking here, but I know what it's like to be so depressed that you cannot, your mind is not, a, you, it does not allow you to even think otherwise. I was thinking about this recently. When I turned 21, I was so depressed. And when you're 21, you know, you, it's, it, on my, it was my 21st birthday. I'll never forget. 
you know, you're supposed to go out and go pop your pussy and go to the club and stuff like that because you you 21. You able to like, you know, twirl, bitch. That night I was so depressed. I hated where I was in life. I just hated so many things about myself. And I just felt like there was no way out. I remember not going out, not celebrating my birthday. I remember my body was like, when you're depressed, your body changes too. I remember I couldn't even go into my bedroom to fall asleep. I slept on the ground in front of like in the living room, like in front of my living room, you know, on the ground. And I just fell asleep. It's like 7 p.m. And what I'm trying to say is like that's I was that depressed where I couldn't even go walk to the bed and go to bed. And I didn't have a care in the world. I didn't care it was my 21st birthday. I didn't care that people wanted to celebrate. I was just that depressed. But that's what happened the next day. The next day I woke up and I said, bitch, go to Starbucks. Go to Starbucks and go to the one downtown. So it's going to be a 20-minute commute. Go all the way there and you go to the – it was a two-floor Starbucks. And I would go to the very top, sit by the window, and I would write. And I would write songs really and that you know that eventually turned into my first mixtape and eventually I had a second mixtape and that's kind of how a lot of things for me started but I remember I said no get up it doesn't matter what time it is get up go somewhere get out the house get change your environment and I and it didn't cure my my depression instantly but it changed it you know every day I got up and I did something and I told myself you're Today, you do something. Do something. Do one thing and get out of the house and do it. It doesn't matter what it is, but just do it. And my depression didn't go away instantly, but eventually it started to soften up. And eventually I started to get out of it. But I had to get my ass up and do something. I couldn't just sit and roll over and fucking die. I had to be like, bitch, get up and do something. No one's here to help you. Yeah, I have my mom, my dad, and my family, and a whole huge support team. I had Serena, and, you know, I had I have who I have now, who I knew loved me. But they got their life, too. They got shit they dealing with. They got their schedules. That, you know, they have a lot of stuff that they dealing with, too. They can't devote 24 hours a day to help Solomon get out of his goddamn depression. No, it's your responsibility. You got to get your ass up. You got to make that decision. Like, you know what? Who's going to take care of me? Myself. It's a cold, hard world out there. And I know we think like, oh, yeah, you know, we have all these resources. Nobody gives a fuck about none. Like, people care about themselves. And that is a cold, hard fact. But every day I got my ass up and I did something. And that's what I'm, when I said something like nobody cares about depression, it's what I'm trying to say is when people say I'm depressed, okay, but now what? Now now what do we do? Now what do we do? What What's the next step? Because right now you have, two, you have two options. You could roll over and die. That's the easy option. Or the hard option is get up and do something about it. Change it. Change your life. Do something. It doesn't have to be a drastic change. But it's one teeny little step towards a bigger change. But you got to take that goddamn step. And ain't nobody going to do it but you. And I think like people just get into this mindset of like, oh, you know, I'm just, life is just what it is. You have to change your perspective on life. You have to get your ass up and and do something. 
a little a little change here and there, a little tweak. My life didn't change the next day after my 21st birthday in there. You know, it just lit up. No. It took a few years, honestly. But every single day. And, and, to, and the funny thing is that was 21. I'm 36 right now. That's 15 years ago. I still do the same thing. Every single day I get up and do something. Do at least one thing. That is a rule that I live by to this day. I get up and do something. Even doesn't matter if I'm sick. Bitch, I've had fucking plastic surgery. I've had surgery where I've had to be bedridden. But I get my ass up every single day and do something. You'll never see me sitting in a bed. I never do it. That's not me. Because my grandma used to say, you know, when you sit around, that mind get to thinking. An idle mind is a dangerous place. So you, when all you're doing is sitting up in bed, ain't doing nothing. That's when you get to, you get a chance to harbor and start festering over all the wrong shit in your life that's going on. And that's not good. Get up and get your mind off of it. If that means you, you need to go look online and find an activity for you to do, if that's jujitsu, if that's a, a knitting club, a painting club, a whatever, a book club, something, it don't even got to be with nobody. It could just be by yourself that you do by yourself at least to get you out of the house once a week, something to look forward to. And that can help your depression. You know, like something to just look forward to. Be like, oh, I can't wait till, oh, I love Thursdays. Oh, I can't wait to just get up, you know, take a shower, put on some clean clothes, go, go to my little book club and come home. If you have something to look forward to, but you got to put in that work, you know, so, yes, it's not for me to say, like, oh, I don't care that someone's depressed. I actually do. But what I'm trying to also in, in, in share is nobody really cares as much as you do. It, it's something you care deeply about. It's, I, I can't care that deeply about it because I'm not experiencing it. I don't know what your depressing it looked like. I don't know what it feel like. I know what mine looks like. I know what mine feels like. But yours isn't. So I can't really care the way you care. But my thing is, like, you know, when people say I'm depressed, okay, fabulous. Now what? Sometimes when you say things, like, I was talking to a very close friend of mine, and it was really sad. But, like, I was, like, I was telling her, I said, so now what? This is what I think you need to do. And she was, like, I'll never be able to do that. All right, so now you just shot yourself in the foot. You, you literally just said, I'll never be able to do it. So you've already told you it's done. The conversation's done. There, you, there's nothing. There's nowhere else to go from there. The minute you said, I can't, you can't, I can't do something, the conversation is done. You're done. It's done. When people say like, oh, I can't do this, I can't. I never use though that, that word. I, can, I never use that type of way of thinking or I never talk like that because the minute I say, and it took me years to figure this out, the minute I start saying, I can't do something. Oh, you, you can't do it. You're done. The conversation is done. The wheel is no longer moving. You are no longer in motion. The minute you say, I can't, you're done. It's a wrap. Close the book. Move on. So I told my friend, I said, well, girl, I love you, sis, but then we got to stop talking about this. It's been years and you keep talking about the same thing of what's going wrong and you never take nobody's advice. And you're literally sitting here right now saying you can't do all these things. So then we let's just not talk about this. Don't involve me in it anymore and i know that's a really shitty thing for a friend to say but it's it's true don't involve me into it anymore you don't want to help yourself you don't want to do anything so let's not even worry about it I, this ain't got nothing to do with me it's about you so let's not even don't even bring this up 
Now, if you want to actively fix things in your life, cool, let's talk about it. I'm always here for you. But I'm not about to just sit here and just talk back and forth of something over for years and years and years and years. And you ain't willing to put in no motherfucking work to do anything and be proactive about it. It's dead. It's dead on arrival. And I think that's my biggest thing is I just want to share people like it's your mind that can take you places. As goofy as that sounds, it's really your mind. It's what you tell yourself every day and you changing your thoughts. And like, I feel like I preach this so much and I hate the fact that it sounds like I'm preaching, but it's like, it's so true to just change the way you think. And some people think of it as like, oh, it's people telling the universe what they want. You know, if that's your belief, cool. If whatever your belief system is, fine. But it's tried and true. You just, it's the way you you think, your mind. You know, your mind could be a sale. You, you could be in prison in your mind because you are a, a, a you are in prison and locked up in your way of thinking. So I apologize and I never apologize to people, but I do apologize if I did say that and it offended people. That was not what I want. And I never want <clears throat> people to think that I'm making fun of them or putting them down and kicking them down while they're, you know, already down. I think that's just my approach. Um, I'll be more cognizant of trying to have a nice, softer approach sometimes for these topics. Um, so I do apologize for that. And I will try to be more aware of how I am coming across. Um, but with that said, um, that's it. So moving right along. All right, girls. So that's the end of the show, bitch. Um, this weekend, I it's oh, bitch, it's Labor Day weekend. Oh my god, let me do a little sale real quick. Uh, um, you know what I think I'm going to do? So I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. I'm like 99% sure I'm going to do this. But go to sawraybeauty.com. Any purchase of $80 or more, you can either pick between two free gifts, a free eye brightening cream or a free travel size face wash with any purchase of $80 or more plus free shipping for Labor Day weekend. So feel free to go on and mosey on over to the Saw Ray Beauty counter. Okay. And get you some stuff. I was talking, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. We already had a, an hour and 50 minutes. Um, <clears throat> What else? What else? What else? Tomorrow I'm going to go see Beyonce, even though I don't want to. I mean, I do. Like, it's not a, like, oh, I hate Beyonce thing. It's not that. It's just like, I literally just want to just relax. And it's like the idea that. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, like when some people are like kind of looking forward to the weekend and they're like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend so I can just mentally relax and just take the day off. And I'm like, where's my, where's my weekend at? Where does that come in? When does that happen? Is it in January? You know, is it sometime next year? When, when, when do I get that? And I'm trying to, like, figure that out so I can have something to look forward to. But, and it sounds like I'm complaining. I, I promise you I'm not. 
I'm very happy and blessed with the opportunities that I'm, I have. Oh, another thing I really want to share, and I said this on Snapchat last night, but I want to be like, you know, sometimes you got to make your own lane. And in life, like it's, we have like, every, you have, there's a lane. And I think sometimes we beat ourselves up because we think this is where we're supposed to be in life. And it's like, you have to understand sometimes that lane is occupied. It's too many bitches on a, that lane. There's too many rules and regulations about that lane. So sometimes you need to just, Put a, put a pin in it and go build your own lane. And it's a lot of work and it's very taxing and it's very annoying. But the joy of building your own lane is, bitch, you're the only bitch on it. The joy of building your own lane is, bitch, it's your rules. It's your lane. You own it. And every time somebody gets on that lane, they got to pay that toll to be on it with you. you, you you're you on my lane, bitch. You pay me. You know, so sometimes... You know, if you feel a little stagnant in life, sometimes it's like, bitch, just create your own lane. And right now, that's kind of what I'm doing. And it's now I'm just like, damn, bitch, I'm exhausted. But I know at the end of that tunnel, bitch, when I'm done, it's going to be sickening, bitch. And I'm going to lay back and be like, bitch, I'm so glad I did that. I just hope one day I'm able to like, yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um. But yeah, go to sawraybeauty.com. Any purchase of $80 or more, you get free shipping. Plus, you get to pick one free gift. Brighten your eye cream, your eye area or clean your face. It's one of the two, bitch. Not both. One of the two. But you got to put it into the cart to activate the discount. I say that time and time again. But there's always somebody creeping up in the emails with Serena talking about, oh, I got my package, but I didn't get the free gift. And we look and we're like, bitch, you didn't add it. They're like, oh, we thought you were going to throw it in there. No, bitch, you got to put it in there. Because we don't know which free gift you want. You know, I don't know which one you want. Do you want the face wash? You want the eye cream? I don't know. I mean, I could guess, but sometimes we do. We do a good time. Like sometimes when we with the jewelry stuff a year ago, it would be so funny because some people would mess up their orders and we would have like they would forget. We would have like a gold option or a silver option. And we were like, damn, they didn't pick either of them. Which one do, should we give? And we would go through their old um, their past orders and be like, oh, well, she normally wears gold. So we would pick the gold. Girl, we be giving you customer service, bitch. We be giving you customer serviancy, okay? Anyways, um, I'm about to go clean my kitchen. I'm about to go make me a poke bowl. Oh, Jesus, and get into these emails, Lord. Gotta just... God damn it, I gotta take these cats to get their fucking feline shit tomorrow. Let me write that down. Where's my personal? There it is. Personal um, cat vaccination for rabies because I want to go get them to the groomers, bitch, so they can get groomed, bitch. Because um, one thing I'm not about to ever do in my life is wash cats. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Ooh, they, cats and water. Ooh, I envy the people who be posting videos of them washing their cats and the cats just be basking, bitch. Not my cats. Ooh. Ooh, and you never know which one. Sometimes, it, so whenever I wash them, it'd be like, some days, Billy is good. And then Ryan is the one who spirals. And then sometimes it's Ryan who's the one who's good. And then Billy's the one who spirals. Mostly, it's Ryan who's good and Billy's the one who spirals. But you never know. It's one or the other. Never are they spiraling both at the same time. But like, 
it's always one or the other and it's always hell it's always some shit so i'm like bitch let me just go ahead and pay petco or whoever the fuck i'm taking them to and let them do it and get scratched up and and get verbally and physically assaulted so oh there go my tummy time for me to become a pokeball anyways um that's really it for this episode again take care of yourself and each other bye